Welcome to the Unrefined Project. My name is Travis. This is my buddy David. How are we doing, Dave? I'm doing good. Doing better now. Hell yeah, man. And uh, this week we have Beavis on the boards. Uh, congr- What's up, everybody? <laughs> Congratulations on getting your show Beavis. on Paramount+. Plus. I'm super proud of you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been on a bit of a hiatus. We had some uh, things happen. Yeah. But, uh, we'll All started with Mother's Day, or birthing, per- sorry, birthing person's birthing day. Person's day. Yeah. yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kick it over to Dave so he can give us a rundown. All right, so today we are going to be adding a new book to the physical library. Um, we'll do that in just a second. Um, obviously, we were gone for three weeks. Uh, we both had COVID, so we got that out of our systems, got that out of our way. We're ready to go again. We got the coof. Got the coof, yeah. We'll be talking about, uh, obviously, the shooting. It's a hot hot button issue right now, and the drought in California is back. Who knew? Did it ever leave? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but, yeah, so happy, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Um, the That's book, right. The book I want to add, and I just finished reading this. Um, I have actually never read this book before. I was very impressed by it. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I see a lot of similarities with what's going on on the left right now. Um, it is none other than 1984 by George Orwell. Yes. Um, he wrote this, I think it was in the, the, the 50s. Um, it's pretty scary, scary situation um, with uh, socialism and stuff like that. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm surprised I've never read it before. Uh, it's a great book. Pick it up. You'll need it. It's like a go-to book when things are, you know, seem to be going good. Take a look at it. So it's uh, it's pretty popular. I've I've read it at least once. Um, it's been a while since I've revisited it, but um, you know that and Animal Farm are, are good go-tos. They, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're supposed to be used a bit of as a as a warning, and I feel like people kind of turned them into some instruction manuals. Shit, dude, that was written in the the fifties or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm looking it up right now, um, and he was writing about 1984. So, and he foresaw uh, quite a few things in there. I would give this if you if anybody out there has a leftist friends, go ahead and uh, give them a copy of this book. Let them let them read it. You know, he, he has a very good way of subtly kind of predicting a lot of things that he didn't necessarily have the foresight to really yeah, see yeah. come to fruition. But he so originally published in 1949, 49. June, June 8th of 49. So this is you know, I swear so there's a couple a, people in there that this he is uh, futuristic. This yeah, is it's, it's it's talking about um, where where socialism it. goes. It, right? It's the freshest um, in your brain. Yeah, it, it starts off with you know the characters basically. Um, he he's part of the machine basically. Right. A cog in the wheel. A cog in the wheel, and Big Brother's always watching you. It's pretty scary, I swear. There is a couple parts in here I'm reading. I was like, is, are they talking about Bernie Sanders? I'm not even joking. Oh, don't I'm, give it away. I'm not. You got. You guys, <laughs> read this book. It's a lot of progressive ideology and, and, and policy. Super progressive, which ends up being regressive, just like what we see today in, in all the news and all the shit that's going on on the left. It's a solid read. It's regressive. And, and it it's is, not progressive. It's def well... There's no progress there when you're fucking falling backwards, you know. Is there progress now? No, there's no. That's what I said. <laughs> there's no fucking progress anywhere now. You but know? Uh, you know, as, as we're attempting to build some really good physical, like what we feel as though is worth your fiat to actually have take up space in your home, and this is just one of the classics in my. Yeah, this will be a book I I I run back to. Yeah. I guarantee it. It's quoted all it the time. Um, you know you know, on social media and whatnot. So yeah, solid, solid, solid. And don't forget freedom is slavery. 
Yes. <laughs> it, it's it's scary shit, guys. That's a quote that's it's, in there. It's scary shit. If you've never um if you've never read it, do yourself a favor. Go 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 get a copy and, yep. and see where we're headed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty scary. <clears throat> pretty scary stuff. Horrible book. Horrible way it ends. I'll tell you that. But um all right. So moving on from the book. So um, it is Memorial Day weekend, you know, the whole happy Memorial Day uh, thing gets a little mundane. Um, we were talking a bit about that in the beginning. I mean, obviously understand why this holiday is uh, in existence, understand why we're given this time to reflect on sacrifices that were made for, for this country. So happy Memorial Day, and hopefully you're teaching kids why we're taking the day off. So. Yep, good said. All right. So a couple weeks ago, we both ended up, well, I ended up with COVID, um, got it from one of my kids, brought it we home are, from school. We're COVID survivors now. Got it home from school, <laughs> brought it home from school. Um, I ended up getting it, I, you know, I'm sick, whatever. I don't remember it. I really don't remember it. There was a couple funny things, but I ended up giving it to Travis. No, we weren't making out. Uh, we should have been, but we weren't. Okay. See, I told you I'd bring it there. We um, were, um, we were in close proximity of each other for longer than 15 yeah. minutes. So he ended up getting in. He got a little worse than I did. But it was like uh, a full week after yeah, you yeah. got sick, isolated. We we worked together on a Thursday, and it was mm-hmm. almost a week, a full week, probably Wednesday night. Yeah, it was Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night. When you, to where when I started off, yeah. really getting getting hit hard. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, it would have been that Thursday because that's the night I got sick. So it's yeah, very you, strange the way it worked. Yeah. Um, you know, before this, I, I knew there was something not natural about this. After this, I'm just 100% convinced this wasn't just out of nature. There's no possible way this was just natural. There was no way. Um, yeah. There was a few things, you know, the way it worked, um, the feelings that you have, the, you know, I, I get it. There's, there's, diseases and shit that act certain ways and stuff. It just didn't seem the normal. But, you know, we've been on this planet long enough to have your run-of-the-mill sicknesses. Yeah. I mean, I've I mean, had the flu for multiple days. Yeah. I've, you know, yep. been sick. Like, I've been there. But th- this was... Something you know, a little different, I think. I, I just, I've, I've had buddies that have, like, that have kind of questioned, like, if you don't get a test, like, how do you actually know kind, kind of deal? And I'm like, defini- Dude, you know. definitively knew that something was up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, I didn't have your classic, typical um, um, symptoms either. I, I didn't have a runny nose. You know, typically these... Yeah, I didn't get the runny nose till after. nodes or these glands or whatever will swell up if I get sick, right? Yeah. Um, sore throat. I, I didn't have any of that. I was just super lethargic, like totally just tired. tired. Yeah, I slept a lot. It was worthless. I, I guess I was a pain in the ass. Ask my wife. Yeah, ask the my, kids. I, you know, I don't remember much of it. I really don't. My wife held it down. I was, I was uh, Bernie's. I was uh, weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. For, for about I a did. There. I did miss a show that I had tickets to VIP tickets to go see Dave Rubin in San Jose. Um, missed that show. I actually have Douglas Murray's book. Uh, the War on the West. On the I was West. gonna have him. I was gonna bring it with me and have him sign it as well because he was his guest host. Um, well, that didn't happen. So, uh, and that w- and that was the weekend between you getting sick and me getting sick, and I felt fine. I went to that show. I, I didn't have any concern that yeah, I was you, going to get you people probably sick. weren't spreading I, it either by then, you know, because you had no you symptoms, know. nothing. Yeah, it was weird. So, uh, it was a cool show. It was uh, about an hour long stand up. Um, I missed the intro. Uh, I was still getting drinks <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with some buddies, but we headed down there. We sat. Um, 
up front and kind of just let him do his thing. It was kind of a stand up routine. Yeah. Um, so Travis ended up getting the book the book signed for me. Um, he ended up having because you get a signed copy of uh, Dave Rubin's new book with it. So he had Douglas Murray, thankfully, sign it as well. Obviously, he signed not my book in there. Yeah, he was um, a little reluctant, but. Uh, I, I don't know if this will ever make the better. rounds, but if you ever see it, thank you. I understand it's not your book. I really didn't intend on bringing your book there to have you sign it, but that didn't happen. I was sick. I apologize. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, my Douglas wife. Douglas Murray, thank you. My wife missed the show as well. Um, yeah. She had to stay home with kids. There were some other circumstances that came up, but she's a huge Dave Rubin fan. Um, she admittedly, I think she actually even said this today, uh, Rubin actually kind of got her into the world of podcasting and listening to some really kind of different podcasts throughout her day and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I don't remember how I found him, uh, stumbled across him. I started off with, the, you know, the basics, the Shapiro's and Rubin like three Steven years Crowder ago was like, like a really hot walk away story. He was yeah. he was on the left. He was proud to be on the left. He was part of the Young Turks. No shit. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that at all. Did yeah. he work on the show? On the show, with on the them? show yeah. That's where he's. That's where he came Didn't from. Didn't Steven Crowder also work with the Young Turks? No, no. He's he's never he's never worked on that oh, side. Interesting. He worked on uh, Crowder worked on uh, for Fox Fox News for a while. Mm. And but. CNN, right? He was a contributor for CNN for a bit. Just Fox. I thought it was just, I don't know. Correct look me at all if I'm things, wrong. Look at know. all these things that I know yeah. about Steven Crowder. But yeah, anyway, I, I think Ruben's kind of a good um, introduction to uh, pushing against the grain, especially in your group of friends and potentially your family, because he had a lot of, caught a lot of flack. Well, he's, he's, got, he's got it nice that the LGBT community can't go after him because he's a G. Right? I mean, they do. They can't. There's no alphabet mafia. They're going to go after one of their own. Well, they do, but yeah, he's like the you know? he's like the house or the Uncle Tom version of <laughs> the gay yeah, community, yeah. right? Like he's an outcast. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was cool. We have this little place in downtown San Jose called the Improv. Uh, super intimate setting. Um, there was a lot of people that were just kind of. I could kind of feel the energy in the room that this was like the first thing that they've gone out and done. In, in, in two in, years. In a while, yeah. yeah. And he could feel that as well. And he said one of the things, and I actually even think he... He said it on his show it up on the, the week show. after, yeah. It, it, was, it was a good show. Like, we were kind of had the punchlines to the jokes just, like, on the tip of our tongue ready to rumble. And uh, he said something that I thought was was pretty funny. It was just tongue-in-cheek, but he's like, you guys kind of needed this. Yeah. You know? That's exactly what he said on his show a couple days later when he oh, did his yeah. first show back, yeah. Yeah, so it was cool. It was, it was a good time. Um, I missed it. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, you know, um, but... I think the point of like talking about that in general is like people just think we're behind enemy lines all the time. And like a lot of people don't want to come here and you know, for fear of yeah. like my, my uh, I invited a buddy last minute and he's like, I've never heard of this dude. Are there going to be protesters out in front? And I'm like, well, no, no, but like, they're not going to do that you know, here in San Jose. You just go and have a good time. Right. So it's kind of nice to see nature returning a little bit. But, yeah. So. Yeah, that was fun. So anyway, we we are now COVID survivors. Um, so <laughs> if anyone wants to argue with us about yeah. uh, vaccines, we're one hundred percent correct. We, There's nothing yeah. we say that is misinformation right. or a lie because we survived it. That's right. I got rid of it. I don't remember what it was like. You can ask my wife. She's probably pissed about it. Um, you know, it's like a man cold. Right? It was real. I was, so. there's one thing I know that a, a function was gained. <laughs> and the other thing I know is that we don't Peace know, be upon you, that we Lord don't know anything about this. We don't know anything yeah. about, we don't no, know, we don't know jack shit. Treat it. We don't know how to lock it down. We just no. are. I, I mean, I, w- I went and got a test and then they text me cause you have to put your phone number down. They text me saying the, the County of Santa Clara County has been notified of your test results. 
okay. Well, what you, are they going to do? Bring me something? Bring so me some chicken noodle soup? You said you that up. they kind of want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> this ain't Australia yet, okay? We still got guns. You, Not me, but well, for, for the time America. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next topic, but Canada just went full retard a little bit on, on some of that today. They've always so. been full retard. It's, yeah, but, you know, uh, Beavis was asking this earlier. That's I mean, America's top hat. Come on. Canadians have access Sorry, to Ken. firearms, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know they they are not like the UK or Australia where it's like it's pretty hard. Up, it's pretty hard up there though. Yeah, it was already pretty hard. It, there's more um, there's more legwork to own firearms up there. You have to go through more extensive background checks. You have to fill out more paperwork. You have to do some licensing more frequently. Yeah, well, Australia did that mandatory gun buyback years ago, and there's only like twenty percent of guns, twenty twenty five percent of guns that were turned in. They still have plenty of guns in Australia. Yeah, well, that's the thing they don't like to tell you about those kind they of programs. Yeah, more than enough guns still out there. Compliance rate is yeah. close to none. It's co- close to zero pretty much every time. Yeah. Right? But, um, uh, yeah, we were, uh, I guess we could roll into that now. Um, we're already on the topic. Yeah, so, I mean, we all know what unfortunately has happened the last couple of weeks since we've since we've all gotten sick we we had a couple of really unfortunate incidences happen um i really like the idea of never saying these people's names um, like daily wire yeah you know i think that's a really good policy yeah it just makes them inf- not famous but infamous right I mean, they don't deserve its attention. They don't deserve the one ounce of, of the notifi- notoriety or attention that is involved with showing their faces or, or using their names. So we can be a little insensitive and just say the shooter. I just like to call them monsters because that's what they are. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we had a sick person go into. Have a, you actually actually heard the official timeline of it? It's changed over 10 times. now. So it's uh, the official timeline was originally from the, the sheriff's department or something like that out there. After he crashed his truck, dude, he was outside for 12 fucking minutes. Yeah. Shooting at an old folks home across the street. Yeah. Funeral home. That's maybe. when the funeral home, whatever it was yeah. that um, that's when the cops were called. He was outside 12 minutes. So now I'd also like to 12 call, minutes. call attention to how damaged the vehicle was as well. Okay, it was down in a ditch. The, the was that because he's a, he's a young snapped. kid nowadays that they don't care about driving. They don't know how to drive. They don't know what they're doing. Some people have have notion towards the idea that he didn't know how to mo- operate a motor vehicle. I would like to think that that vehicle was actually pitted, like a pit maneuver, which is a common um, tactic. To yeah, because I think his grandma was the first one that called or something like that. Went to the neighbors after he shot her in the face. He shot. He what a piece of shit. Yeah. He put on social media and told some people, like a girl in Germany, that he was talking to what he was getting ready to do, both with his grandmother, why they were fighting, and where he was going next. Yeah. Um. So she actually was able to call nine one one after she got shot, and um, you know, kind of tell what happened. But this hasn't been said yet. But to me, it looks like there might have been some contact with him before he went into the school. Um. See, I haven't heard that one yet. The vehicle looks like it was in, involved in an accident, uh, yeah. you know. So. Well, of course, down in a ditch, right? Yeah, but I mean, I've seen trucks go through ditches. You know, they don't have their their tires kicked out with the control arms busted. I mean, it looked like it. Either way, this guy was a piece of shit. Didn't deserve to be living in the first place. Um, what he did was awful. Obviously, yeah. um, it's it's disgusting. I think I don't think it has anything to do with. Uh, you know, gun control or anything like that, that they keep talking about. They, they keep bringing up. It's, it's something's wrong in society. Something's fucking rotten. 
in this society yeah. nowadays. It's culture. You know, it's it, culture. It, it is. It's it's parenting. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm a good parent. I'm, who knows? <laughs> when you're, they're that when they're that age, we'll find you're out. Present. Huh? Yeah. So there's a start. But, I mean, you know, it's it's standard. Mom, the dad wasn't anywhere to be found. Mom has a boyfriend, I guess. So uh, mom, mom does drugs. Mom. Mom was on drugs a lot. M- mom is a former recover what however you want to put it nicely but mom was also kicked him out of the house because she had was sick had cancer and was concerned about covid so you know before we start talking about the inanimate object yeah you can't you can't you can't run it back to that though either i disagree with that i wouldn't say okay this is why he did it fuck him i'm not saying why he's a fucking evil person and human nature is is violence right it really is if you're a mother and you're kicking your troubled son out of your house because you're scared you're going to get sick, there's a problem there. Yeah, yeah, that's why he that's, was living with his grandma in the first place. That's a problem from parenting from the beginning, though, yes. Well, I, I agree. I, I'm attempting to provide an alternative entity to point the finger at instead of a tool. You know, they, they you can't really point the finger at this. This is honestly just, it's human nature to be evil. And if you raise somebody that way, and they've already got the inclination to be a violent, evil person. They've, you know, they've gone through the, the, the trouble of school where this kid used to get made fun of. It's the same story every single time. Yeah, the kid was picked on. The kid was picked, picked on. on. You know what? My kids get picked on. I got picked on I a lot. On. That doesn't matter. It didn't do anything but strengthen who I am, right? It, it, didn't, it didn't make me want to go do what people like this. It, it's, it's, it's violence. It's, uh, it, there's... But there's literally signs. just evil out there's there. There's warning signs. You know, like, I'm not a religious person, but that's evil. Yes. You know, and, and human nature is honestly, it's violence. We've been, in a sh- we've been in a time of peace for a very long time in this society here in America. We don't know what that's like, right? We don't know what human nature is actually like. It's violence. It's fighting. It's male human nature. Not, not always female human nature, right? But that's we, ha- we have tendencies to allow nurture to affect. Correct. Yes. That, yes. Right. So I don't. I don't think evil is inherently like inside of us when we're born. I think it's more like bread, kind of like racism. You think is, it's nurture is, over nature? I do. I really yeah. do. I think it's. I think it's the environment that you're exposed to. I think it's the individuals that have your. Did ears. you just say just like COVID? <laughs> Uh, just like racism. Oh, I thought you said COVID. Just like racism. Like I, I say, that's that's that was nurture, not nature, as well. <laughs> that, was, that was made in a lab, y'all. You know, I mean, but it, it, no misinformation here. It, no, hey, I have my own fact checker now. Okay, I have a podcast, so this is basically <laughs> truth coming out of us right now. But yeah, I do. I do feel as though that you know people aren't inherently racist i think it's a learned behavior right yeah. i think it's archaic thinking passed down through generations of just ignorant thought and I, and i feel like it's harder to be a bad person it's it's more effort to be evil so naturally if people were just given the choice i think we would have a more uh, progression a, a tendency to for people to go towards yeah good. there's always going to be those those people, somebody that's that takes something too serious in life, you know. Well, so there were signs. There were there were oh, yeah. signs. He he harmed animals. Police was at that. The police have gone to the house because of fights with the mother and him yelling at each other, screaming at each other. Yeah, there were signs all over the place. You know, one of the telltale like serial killer like messed up head thing is 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 animal harm. He would find stray cats and like leave them in people's 
yards and like yeah. weird shit. He would shoot people with BB guns. Sorry, I played with BB guns when I was a kid. You don't uh, shoot you know, people. Cops, with those. robbers, fucking Indians, and and like I never shot people with BB guns. Yeah. I never even shot animals with BB guns because I knew it wasn't going to kill them, and it would be mean to do that. Right. right? So there were there were a few things, but <clears throat> I've seen this like this tendency to jump on a very popular bandwagon as of late and it's ban an inanimate object inanimate 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 a, a, a piece it's just of a fucking tool a piece of just metal say a tool that's a tool. that cannot do anything without human interaction <laughs> yeah right much like a hammer or a wrench or yeah. a stick i mean iron rod right like block of metal or rock even or fists yeah like i said it, human nature is violence if there's going to be violence it's going to happen well, so they're we gonna have, find a there's we, a if there's a will there's a way. That's that's a very true saying. Um, we have a lot wants of wants to create as much harm as possible. In this case, as much damage as possible, they're gonna do it right. Uh, I think one of the first mass killings at a school was 1927, 1937. Mm. Um, it was the biggest mass killing in a uh, elementary school. I think in a school ever in the was history that of the in United Alaska? States. It was uh, I forget where it was. It was actually a bombing. Oh. They had time. They went in and planted the bombs before school. Jesus. Um, blew it up while the kids were in school. Um, and that's the biggest, uh, largest casualty event at a school. Wow. In the history of the United States. So we'll, we'll do a little research on that and add something in the description there. Because I've, I've never heard of that. Um, not like I spend my free time looking this kind of stuff. I up, listen to random shit. So, you know, a, a Columbine is a big, um, conversation point. I mean, we've, we all know these tragedies and atrocities that have, that have happened in our timeline the last uh, couple of decades. But, you know, I see a lot of the NPCs that have way too much of the airwaves. Um, right just, here is called the bath school disaster in 1927, six adults. And it, Injured at least 58 other, th- killed 38 elementary school children and six adults oh and injured God. at least 58 other people. In 27? Prior to his time, at de- explosive detonations at the Bas- Bath Consolidated School Building. Yep. Wow. And right before he did that, he murdered his wife. That's crazy. And firebombed his farm. So I mean, oh. if there's a will, there's a way. Human nature really is violent. Um, we've done a really good job here in this country of keeping it at a minimum and the just the west in general that means you know um, any westernized country i mean you go to you know middle east and stuff like that there's still violence going yeah. on right now well you go to, if you go to ukraine russia there's still violence right now ukraine they're not western is a gun countries. free zone okay not we can more. send all of the guns that we want there and we don't have to worry about what happens yeah but you know give them all our money americans yep right? so and not provide security for our kids at school I don't but think you know so. a lot of the npcs uh uh have been you know do something right do something uh, uh francis o'rourke uh you know stormed into a uh, beta man it's beta bro Champion the, the do something sentiment, right? But yeah. all I've ever heard is, you know, take more, make more laws and take more things from law abiding citizens. So pretty sure criminals don't give a shit about any of that. And they're not going to listen to any of the laws that are already on the books, let alone new ones that you create. Yeah, I've right? always heard if there's less guns in circulation, there's going to be less criminals with guns. That's not really, they'll, they'll find it. There's, uh, they're going to find it, whether it comes, you know, we've got a porous border. Our southern border's just pretty much whatever right yeah. now. It's It's open. You I know, believe that's actually the antithesis. I think I, there's I plenty of guns coming across from society is a yeah. polite society, right? I think the more that's why you don't see these these cowards doing this kind of stuff at a shooting range, 
yeah, or yeah. you know a place that where they think a lot of other yeah. people are gonna especially concealed. They don't fires. go into police stations and do this, right? They, they, they don't go into anywhere where they know somebody's armed. They're looking you know, for soft targets. You know those stupid uh, gun-free zone signs at schools. I think they need to have signs that this. There are people at this school that are armed. Come there, in at your own risk. There that are, would be a better sign. So there's a few counties in New Mexico that every adult on campus is armed. That's from, the way to do from, it. From the pastor to the principal to the teachers. You know what though? Seeing some of these teachers from like libs of TikTok and stuff like that, I'd be kind of leery about some okay. of these teachers you carrying. I, I love know. that you just said that because I, I saw some pushback on Reddit from, from somebody uh, saying that exact thing. Like uh, it was the, the wiping the sweat from the brow meme where he's like getting ready to choose the two buttons. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, uh, uh, arm the same teachers you were just complaining that are trying to groom your kids a week ago. And I'm like, okay. That means we need better teachers. But that I also mean, means, I'd like to think that like people that want to ban guns probably aren't applying for CCWs. No. And trying to like conceal carry firearms, right? You, you, there's a certain caliber of American that is going to. Wasn't there that one? Oh, I gotta, we gotta find this. Uh, few months ago, six months ago, there was a, the, the one guy that killed a couple people. Um, he was actually part of some gun control thing. Mm. It was like, real short on the news because it had to do with Obama. He actually met Obama at some gun control rally. He was for gun control. He ended up shooting some people. It's about a year ago now. I've, I've got to look up the story. I mean, there's a lot of people. If I find it, I'll put a, I'll put a link in there. It was, it was, it was some animosity like, that... Oh, it was in and out of the news, though. It was Obama was in related, so so here's here's another thing that was in and out of the news that happened two days after Uvalde. Okay, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but there was a graduation party that was happening outside. Some guy was driving recklessly outside. He was asked to slow down. He left. He returned later, produced an AR-15, and started indiscriminately shooting the the lady. In a woman was CCW concealed carrying a, a handgun and shot him dead. Yeah, and prevented a shooting. Nobody probably heard. Yeah, they never that talk about the narrative. like the actual defensive uses of firearms. Good guy with the yep. gun stopped the bad guy. So with the gun. that's why you don't hear the story, right? Because it, it was stopped before it happened. Um, and that's the thing people forget: there's one to two million. Some some estimates are three million defensive uses of firearms in this country a year mm. now that every one of those could be a life every one of those could be a minor injury who knows they're still defensive uses yeah. that's what that's why the law exists in the first place that's why the you know it was written into the constitution it's for defense yes doesn't matter we're not out you know people don't do it to shoot deers and stuff like that with kevlar vest mr obama or joe Obama. But um, the fucking that's not what they're there for, right? And the Bill of Rights were never written about hunting. Okay, no. everybody procured their own food with firearms. It was as normal as common as going to the grocery store is today. Even in the seventies, eighties, it was normal to have you know um, little small towns. You'd show up to a school, there'd be a pickup there with a a, a rifle in the back window, a shotgun they in taught, the back window of their pickup. They you taught know? children how to shoot in PE all the way up until the seventies to become proficient in firearms in school. You know, and this, so so back to the whole do something thing, right? I, I don't want to pound the table and say we need to take stuff away from people. I would like to involve a little bit more of education when it comes to firearms in the home and education when it comes to firearms in general. 
I think if it was demystified in a lot of ways and we had responsible gun ownership in the home and allowed the firearm culture to come back into our communities, I th- I honestly do think we would see a lot think, less of it. I think we're too far gone to, fully, let, to fully have it back. I think... I th- I've known people, and you just take one trip through downtown San Jose, you'll see. I don't think we're back. I don't think we're there anymore. Yeah, but again, I think society has culture. been destroyed so much that we can't. We can't. You know, it's there's too many people out there now, and it's a, you know a lot of people in the cities that they could never do that. They could, they'd never be responsible. Never they, say there's never. No, man. There's no way. Because if you talk like we, I mean, got, look at the homeless problem we got. We can't even get rid of that, and you know, we absolutely can. We won't. It, it's it's it is the way it is right now by design, not by accident. Yeah, but you know there there are things like if you oh you don't, don't think Gavin Newsom's trying his hardest? <laughs> I think he's trying his hardest to get COVID again. Boom! Oh, he got it. He got it so second glad time that he's faxed, faxed boosted. boosted. Yeah, so double thankful. boosted. But anyways, look, offering some things. Okay, let's let's get back to the home. Let's get back to uh, the parental coalition of a man and a woman. Let's get back to what children actually need, which is nurture and, and, and nourishment from both a father and a mother yep. in both of their different ways. Look, 100% I, agree. I came from a single mom. You know, she worked her ass off. She had multiple jobs. She was, she was there when she could be, and we raised ourselves when she couldn't be. And I didn't really get that input from a positive male role model through my teens and, and, and 20s and stuff. But, you know... A lot of young men are lacking that in their lives. And I feel like had there potentially been positive male role models in these individuals' lives, maybe there would have been. Yeah, they've never seen how how a a man acts, right? They've only seen an emotional side of life. They've never seen a... I'm not saying that we're more logical, okay? I don't claim to have all the answers, even though... I am a covert survivor. So. Yeah, so you have all the answers, don't worry. So, so but I'm, right. I'm not saying that men are more logical, women are more emotional, but I am saying that there is more emotion-driven um, feelings and stuff like that in, in, in women, well, especially in motherhood and stuff like that. It's your child, right? Uh, and there's there's got to be emotion. That, men have emotions, too. I'm not saying we don't. There's also a difference between men and boys, too. I mean, when I was a young... Man, There's a lot more emotion a boy, in a boy. Yeah. A lot more emotion. A lot, a lot more, more emotion, anger, yeah. you know, and now I can rationally kind of think things through, right? And and is that logic? Is it rational? Who who knows what it is? That's wisdom. just human that's just human nature, right? And and you need both the sternness of a male role model and the loving of a female role model in your life. That's what I tr- truly do believe that. Yeah. I think it's the best thing for kids. Um so one, one more solution I'd like to add up. So potentially arming teachers, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I always have kind of been all for it. A lot of people look at me like I've got lobsters coming out of my nose, but I, I'm all for arming. Wait, you don't? Right now? I thought that was part of COVID. Uh, it's just a side effect. Oh, and, well, it's not lobsters. It's more like shellfish. Stuff, <laughs> stuff just tastes weird. No, I don't know. Yeah. But um, so, you know, that's one thing. Okay, cool. So another thing, take care of the problem before it ever even gets to the school. Take care of it in the home. Oh yeah, and and another big thing that I that I have to point out that one of my buddies brought up yesterday, you know, there was there's there's parallels between the timing that this kind of stuff started happening and the heavy onset of antidepressants and pills from pharmaceutical companies. Okay, we didn't have things like Prozac. Yeah, but you, do you think that kid was on anything? One hundred percent. Do you think so? Guaranteed. I don't know. Almost. I guaranteed. think there's I think there's people out there that are just that they they. 
can be triggered. There's a lot of stories from like chilled kids in his past that he hung out with and shit. I just think he just had no role model, none. His, his mom looks like a piece of shit. He was on some you know? some antidepressant or some pill. You think so? I I guarantee it. All right, Pro, all right. Prozac, Prozac, and Xanax. I'll give you that stuff. one until we find out otherwise. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. This You've is, had COVID. Uh, You're a survivor. I got brain you, fog, man. You, you know no. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thinking straight. I don't even know where I am right now. Yeah, you're on a podcast. Yeah. You cannot be wrong. So, you know, th- I want to offer up some solutions, um, you know, and, and last but not least, I don't ever want to hear again about, you know, just sit back and let the professional handle it. I don't ever want to no, hear that, that I'm a LARPer because I might have some kit here and there or I might train with firearms. Like, I would not hesitate, not one fucking second to lay my life on the line for any children. Yeah. Ever. If Absolutely. I was in a position to be able to 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 have that monster shoot at me as opposed to a child, yeah. I would do it time and time again. I think so, any one of us would. I would for like them. to hope so. But, except for certain people. But now I, I don't to, understand. Now we're back to men, right? You know. We're, I think I think this country is severely lacking real men right yeah. now and it's 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 starting to show. Yeah. So. Well, we talked that. about this in like what a couple episodes ago. Same thing. Yeah. The lack of not testosterone, not not bad uh, machismo. What, what do they call it? Um, not manliness. Uh, toxic masculinity. Toxic, toxic masculinity. We're missing masculinity. Not toxic masculinity, obviously, but there's it's it's gone. Masculinity. I don't know. It's got to come be back. Toxic, it, it just like back. anything else can be toxic. That can come back, but I just don't think society now, as it sits, could be all gun owners. I don't think that would be a good idea. Obviously, you know that's. See, but I'm I'm a bit extreme when it comes to that kind of shit. Like, I think felons should be able to own firearms. Yeah. Right? So, I, I think, a, a, I look at the Second Amendment and I look at the Constitution a lot differently than a lot of people. Well, it's but, an absolute. Unless you ask... Unless, oh, yeah. unless you ask unless Jiden, you know. Piece of shit. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you know, obviously, just... I'm not going to clip that out either. Uh, allow, allow these parents and these kids the, the time that they need to process... What just happened? Let's not jump yeah. to conclusions. Let's not try and, you know, take more things away from from law-abiding citizens. Let's just try and come up with some solutions and actually do something. All right, so. let's move on to the next topic, which is a little bit more sunshine and <sighs> unicorn farts. Um, is the California drought lately? Um, we have signs over our freeway. It's I forget what they're called. Those signs that you see, um, the Megan's Law signs. Is it Megan? Not Megan's law. Um, <laughs> well, they're talking about a new measure that's going to. Well, be the signs up were put the- up. There's there's the digital signs that were put up over the freeway that are supposed to be talking about oh, like Sigler. Uh, Sigler. Thank no, you. That's that's uh, yeah, so road close. But if you, if somebody takes off with a kid, yeah. they put the license plate up yeah. so everybody could see it. It's this big, huge digital sign. And for the first four months of COVID, all yeah, it said wear was your mask, wear your, your mask, yeah. stay home. Right, like COVID nineteen's real. Well, was, yeah. Well, we know that now, but. They, um, you know, don't drink and drive kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, that's, that was something that they put up on those sites. You know, I've been seeing some, just some handmade signs go up on, on I-5. About the drought. the last 18 years, like food grows where water flows kind of stuff. So, you know, for us, this has always kind of been in the back of the conversation that we're having. But um, just recently... We were told that we're um, in a severe drought again. Water. Yeah, we're in a severe we're back drought. Back in a drought again, and we need to reduce our usage as much as we can. So we did some a little bit of research, so none of you guys have to do it. Um, yeah, because there is a fish. 
It's a I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, this, trust me, this will come full circle. There is a fish called the Delta Smelt. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a it's a fucking minnow piece of shit. Little tiny three inch it fish. It is a bait fish. It's a bait fish, right? Yes. Yes. And the population of them's been declining for a really long time. They live for about a year. They don't swim very well. They have issues swimming upstream. So They're like my little guy. It's a fish that can't fucking swim. I'm not kidding. So there is I have a narrow urethra. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So when we have heavy, heavy rains and stuff like that, rather than turning the pumps on to turn, you know, get the run, um, the extra water down south, down towards like LA and stuff like that. So, so, so <laughs> snow runoff, from, snow runoff from, from Tahoe and the foothills in the rain in the rain that we get up in Northern California, much more rain than they get in Southern California. So there's aqueducts that run the whole length of the state. So there's pumps that pump the water down there that uh, would divert it from its natural flow to the ocean. Into, exactly into correct. aqueducts correct that's right. the reason it was put there okay. so we can take it from you know the melt uh the runoff and stuff like that and send it down south well there's pumps there's fans on those pumps apparently that run you know move the water and this fish has a hard time getting away from those <laughs> you can't escape i'm the, not kidding there's the, for, the force of the water into the blade correct correct so it chops up the fish uh, and since it's now an endangered species and has been i guess since 1993 what they do is they just let the water run back into the ocean. You're talking trillions of gallons of water a year. You know, but it's it, trillions of gallons. We're, we're trying to be accurate here. I've I'd heard the you know the the notion that this was that this was being pumped into the ocean. It's not. It's just it's runoff remaining yeah. in the natural flow of the river as it would if the pumps weren't there in the first. Correct. Place. So if it, um, we built this. Years ago, you know, it's all 1960s, 1970s, stuff like that. It's old tech. They built all this stuff so we can, you know, reclaim the water, use it, stuff Irrigation, like that. So we didn't have to worry farming. about droughts. There was always the five-year drought plan, right, in California, where you had five years. Uh, if you had five years of a drought, we'd be fine because of all the d- diverted aqueducts, the waterways, Surplus. everything like that. Um, we just need one good year every five years to keep us out of a drought. Well... That doesn't happen anymore because of stupid fucking fish, dude. Yep. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Look it up if you want. Yeah. So they have essentially prohibited the usage of these pumps, which during is- certain times, yeah, when there's too much runoff from when certain parts of the delta, the delta are too high, mm-hmm. and the water is able to run over into the pumping stations, which happens every year uh, or every good year. Um, they turn the pumps off for a certain amount of time until they can prove that there has been less than 305 Delta smelt fish killed a year. Better not find. So if you get, if you get up to 300, 300 Delta smelt fish, you're talking about three to four inch fish that went through the pump and died because it can't fucking swim. (laughs) It's a fish. (laughs) Yeah. They're minnows. They really are just minnows. Um, they'll shut them down. That's wild, man. And that that pumps uh, all the water for all the agriculture down in the San Joaquin Valley. That dude, that's that's it's insane. Trillions of gallons that could be used. Here we are being told that we're not getting enough rain or we're not doing a good enough job capturing it, but in reality, we are. We're we're coming up with a bullshit excuse, let's be honest, this is bullshit to prevent water from flowing to areas where agriculture is dependent on that water. And that, in turn, is going to equate to less food for all of us. Or like uh, Beavis said earlier, there was probably some uh, some person, I'm not going to say their gender, that went to UC Davis, became a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> 
saw one of these fish, thought they were cute, and was wondering uh, why there weren't some weren't enough of them, right? <laughs> maybe she made a dude. It's a fucking fish that can't swim. Let it go. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's we've seen this kind of stuff before, especially in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Um, you know, UC Santa Cruz had to halt construction multiple times because some salamander newt scurried onto the construction. Oh my side. gosh! Yeah. I mean, we see this kind of shit, but when it. I don't think it's ever been as impactful as this kind of stuff has been because it's it there is direct correlation between not having enough water and not having enough food. Okay, so what's more valuable to keep this fish that can't swim alive or keep humans fed and alive? I or to me, I'd go with the humans who cares about the fish. It's just, it's literally always been used as bait fish its entire life. There's no point in it. It's a minnow, right? It's, 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 it's so random. It that, only lives for about a the, year. The hill to die on, too. Yeah prevent water from and the funny thing is is the water that gets re-diverted well it gets diverted back into the ocean that we lose every year the trillions of gallons every year the fish just go out there and they're killed by predators probably (laughs) because they literally only live for one year they've they've had them in captivity they've grown them in captivity their lifespan is one year. So they go out to the year. ocean and get eaten just as God has intended. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no... F- we didn't do it, though, right? So the feds know. stepped in, made it an endangered species, and there you go. Yeah, so that sparked that's, a few that's, questions. That's, like, who's that's our drought. In, like, who's in control of of putting animals on the endangered species list, right? The feds. Like I, I, I'm sure the state has a lot to say about it, though. I'd be interested to learn a little bit more about that, but... Um, I don't know. I, I thought the story was pretty funny. Um, so the other thing, let's take humans out of the equation real quick. Let's just do an apples to apples comparison. Like if we don't have enough water, other animals and other species of animals are going to be affected, right? We talk about the bee population being reduced all the time. Well, I'm pretty certain flowers need water and, and, and places that bees yeah. get pollen need this water as well. Are we, are we, inadvertently harming the bee population, which is much, but Hey, much the road more. to hell is paved in good intentions. <sighs> it's always like that, you know, and that's what happens when you think with emotion and you don't think about the, the unseen consequences of your actions. You know, it's, it really is. It's those little, the little things every day, one little good thing, one little good thing, one little that you think is good, but you don't look at the overall picture and say, okay, what have we actually done? Yeah, but I mean, if we were right. to talk to some actual people that are like in the trenches, farmers, yeah, right, they would all tell you that this is a stupid, bad idea. It's it's people that have desk jobs and are in positions of power in Sacramento that are making these decisions. Or a marine biologist from UC Davis, potentially. <laughs> but I mean, even it's like, then, oh, this thing is cute. Like, how many f- agricultural fields has that person been in? Right, yeah. like these people are farmers. <laughs> you know, or even more or even less appreciated rather than the truckers and the nurses and all these other essential people. Which is funny because that's where all your uh, organic man bun food comes from. I mean, we got to have our avocados, right? You know, and they have to be some rough around the edges. Farmer made that shit for you. So a a true blue collar patriot who doesn't get any days off, who doesn't get to, you know, grill for Memorial Day and get paid for it. Right. Like these guys are making less and less every year and doing they're being subsidized every year more and more forced to be subsidized. So that ends up being, you know, going back to that book, 1984, everything's controlled by the government. Full circle, baby. Full so, circle. But yeah, next time uh, next time you guys are online, look up the smelt fish. Yeah. It's a stupid fucking fish. Well, it's worth your knowledge and yeah. it's worth 
you, you know, knowing, because again, like if you just hear about it in the news or you hear about it from your neighbors and stuff, we're just, we're not getting enough water. We're not, and the, and the snow levels up in Tahoe aren't enough. Like I'm pretty sure they're still fucking snowboarding in Tahoe right now. Probably. Right. I know they've extended the seasons for, um, multiple, um, shit. They had a uh, fourth of July, uh, snowboarding two years ago. I think it was up at heavenly, you know, but you always see the picture of the guy with the stick walking out in the snow and he's, Oh, we're three feet below where we should be. And it's like, no, actually we're just kind of being frivolous with this shit and we're allowing some idiots to make. Some well, decisions. I wonder if that runoff that they, they dump back into the ocean, if they consider that an annual usage now. Like, if they look at the total annual year and they say, okay, well, we used 40 trillion bazillion gallons last year, was that counting the water they let back into the ocean? Yeah, good That question. we tried to reclaim and they said, nope. Probably whatever way is going to make it look better for their argument. Yeah. Right? They skew the data to use it to it. You know, it just it blows my mind for a, a fish, literally... That can't swim. Isn't that like an oxymoron? Well, but I mean, so my grandparents used to live in San Rafael, North Bay. Um, they were part of a motorcycle club, a private ranch, 200 some acres. Um, still alive and well to this day. The MCMA is awesome. Um, and they had a lot of um, hair scrambles and motorcycle races out there on the in, on the guy's ranch. It was yeah. a private property. Um, spent plenty of time up there as a kid and, and they used to do uh, uh, water crossings. Right. And the state came in there, said that they were stirring up too much silt and it was affecting the fill in the blank endangered species. So they made them literally pour concrete underneath the water, temporarily dam the water off. Yeah. Build a concrete pad. Right. Allow the water to go back. Well, it's not like dirt's going to just collect on the concrete. Right. But they force these individuals into compliance, spending all this money. It's just, you know, that's that, that, that's that guy's land. Yeah. Let's just kind of let them, you know, obviously if they're... Is it ever really your land, though? Yeah. You'll pay property taxes Uh-oh, the rest of your life. Get, my buddy's going to get is really Is it ever really your right land? Now, but is there any such thing as stolen land? <laughs> no, it was just taken. <laughs> it's taken. Yeah, well, you know, for, for another and time. The, and the person that has it now is the last one to take it. True. That's the way it goes. Well... That's how it's gone throughout human nature. Like I said earlier... To the Violence. victor, to the victor, go the spoils. Yeah, right. But, Get uh, in, break shit, take whatever you can. That's what that's what war was always about. Now it's about peace, love, happiness. Peace is war. That's another saying from the book. Yeah, the the only people that like are hippy dippy about peace are people that probably have never really experienced violence. Yeah, because they've been raised in countries, a westernized country, and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But all right, I think I'm I'm good for today. Yeah. So I don't know. Feels welcome good back, to be back, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. uh, it's been a while. We're um, got some things in the works. We uh, we'll we'll kick it back into gear here and and get it going. So um, I'm missing my outro, but uh, anything else you want to say? Yeah, same thing I say uh, every other show. Um, love your kids, love your wife, love your families. Get up, move, do something, um, exercise. Finally, got a buddy of mine to start exercising with me. Nice. Um, he's gonna feel great. You know, it's, it's, you got to get up, move yourself, move your body. You'll feel better. You know, you won't, you won't feel like a piece of shit anymore. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying everybody feels like a piece of shit like, if you don't, but it's like that Jordan Peterson meme where it's like, where you clean your room so well, you're the only trash left in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I like that one. That's me. All right. Well, yeah, that's about it. You know, 
have have a good uh, happy Memorial Day. Uh, good barbecue, good eating. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. You know. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.